<laughs> we're on the train. I was doing a train noise. <laughs> what were you Choo-choo. doing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making noises. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Spooky Succubus cast with your friendly hosts. Actually, we're pretty unfriendly. <laughs> I'm not friendly at all. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's me, Abby, and it's her, it's, Rebecca. It's I... <laughs> Rebecca, yeah, that's my name. I, Robot. <laughs> I, Tanya. Uh, so we're an intersectional intersectional feminist podcast about horror movies, anti-racist, anti-capitalist, pro all the sexy men in this movie. Oof, yeah. It was like, seriously, the like fighting scene, I was like, I this guess is too like, attractive. Okay, so I'm we're too talking attractive. about Train to Busan, which I've never seen. Um, but it's incredible. It I'm is. Like, I actually just finished it a few minutes ago, so I kind of have a movie hangover from it right now. Uh, I love this movie. I saw it, I think, around when it like came out to American audiences. Because um, it's from 2017, 2016. 16 or 17, uh, yeah. And I loved it then. Uh, I've seen it couple times and then watched it again have been how have i never seen it it's so good it's so good i was emotionally racism probably white supremacy is why i've never seen it disgusting uh every south korean movie i've ever seen i love it there's it's their like film industry is everything that america wishes it was like america i remember hearing a podcast about how Kim Jong-il or Kim Jong-un was, like, really invested in the Korean film industry. I have to find that. And how he, like... I feel like I heard that, yeah. There is a... I have to find this. Maybe it was criminal, but there was a podcast I listened to about how he sort of lightly kidnapped two yes, South Korean yeah, film yeah, stars. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. and, was, and like, made they them were, like, And made them film a movie for him. Oh, my God. Yeah. What was that? It must have been criminal if we both heard it and it neither of us can it, like can't really you remember. You know what the funny is. thing is, I can remember where I was in space and time when I was listening to it, which is in uh, Brighton at the Riverside, or excuse me, um, Reservoir Tea Stop on the D Line, getting on the train to go probably to International Poster Gallery. <laughs> I was going to say the D Line. Nobody ever wants to get on that. Yeah, you do not. It's not as bad as train. the E line. My God, speaking of um, trains. No, I would say of the green lines, the D is Garbage. the best. No, the D uh, is better. B is usually runs pretty quick. You got to get on the B, B line. There's one coming B? every five seconds. What I guess are it's you talking about? What? Are we living in different worlds? At Park Street, when you're at Park Street and you're waiting for, this is me, waiting at, for the Heath Street train for 45 minutes. Where are you B's going? These are just Park coming, Street. coming, coming. Well, always uh, what you don't need is there every single time, you know. To the gardener. I used to have to take the uh, E Street to get to the gardener. That's legit. But you know what? If you need a B, E's. E's everywhere. It's just like whatever letter you don't need is there. <laughs> it's like flying through Park Street, yeah. And, and then every... Nobody gives a shit. Does but... anyone listen to this that lives in Boston? We're is talking about trains. And yeah, you could hear the He Street train coming as a plane because oh. all it's all broken man did you ever memories. go to did you ever go to the end of the line on the b train though no oh What's my the end of the god line on the b? 
Boston College, my dude. Ooh, it's just I a bunch know. of frat guys on their way that, to date rape so a girl. One end, so basically before you get to Kenmore, like before you get to the real stuffs, <laughs> it's like one end is BU and the other end is BC and everything in between they have is such like, a fight. Oh it's like crust punks from Alston. <laughs> Actually, it's fucking weird now that I think about it. Maybe I have because uh, years of my life gone to that train. Years. Yeah, all the kids live in Alston, so I feel like yeah, I went to like yeah. one of my friends used to live in Alston, so I I've been there a couple times and always forget how to get there. And when I'm there, I'm like, is are we in Boston? Where are we? No, how is this a place? Ra- yeah, you're in Rat City, baby. <laughs> This has been Boston TikTok. It's because I'm feeling a little nostalgic. I miss, I miss it a little should bit. Should we have a, um, should we have a segment, Boston? We need like a word Boston for remembering talk. that starts with a B, like Boston bemoaning. Bemoaning. <laughs> oh my god. All right. This has been Boston bemoaning with Abby and Rebecca. Now onto the real <laughs> show. <laughs> onto something much more interesting. Uh... Yeah, anyway, this is free. You can watch this movie for free right now in space Oh my gosh, but don't watch it on Peacock. Peacock, no. Because I turned it on, like, do-do-do-do-do, just, like, all innocently ready to watch my movie, and the craziest dub I've ever heard came through my little computer speakers and gave me a real fright. So I recommend going to Tubi, where you can watch it for free. Where you can watch it for free, undubbed, watch. I understand the need for dubbing for people who can't read are unable to read i get it it is it takes me a longer time to watch a movie um while i'm reading the captions and like yeah people that uh like have learning disabilities or like are otherwise neurodivergent or disabled yeah i get the dubs but it's not my choice i'm not gonna and i wasn't even asked if I wanted the dub, it just started playing, and I yeah, was... that's the thing. It didn't tell you it was the dubbed version. It was not informed consent to the dub. That's what I'll say. Truly. Um, okay, so we're talking Train to Busan, directed by. Wait for it. I just I was just on the tab. Song Ho Yun. Would I don't think I've seen any of their other work. Our apologies uh, in advance for our Korean pronunciations. I don't. I wrote down all of the names. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing them correctly. I tried. I tried. I to apologize. Uh, I want to. He has another. He has a movie called Seoul Station. So another train movie. Peninsula. Seoul Station. Oh yeah. What did I say? Seoul. <laughs> uh, so it's because oh, I'm Soul reading S- it from Seoul Station. Seoul Station is animated, and it's. I think a prequel to this movie. That's pretty cool. And there is a um, standalone sequel to Train at Busan, too. But I haven't seen it. It's called Peninsula. Mm. Oh, that's him, too. Okay, so that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So, we open on a truck passing through a quarantine sanitation zone. This is also, like, just the word quarantine, like, peg. It, like, hits you in your (laughs) I know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's kind of crazy that we're just still in a pandemic, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, One a that lot may... of people have died. And, God, Republicans are still, like, yelling at children to take their masks off. 
Girl, Republicans are not the only problem. The whole no, but uh, but right now, problem. actively today, when I opened my Instagram, I was like, Ron DeSantis. Oh my god! I've been following uh, this really really random drama on Messy Talk. That's like, did you see this? The guy, the guy with the handle Modern Warrior, the hate colonizer guy. Have you heard of this? No. It's like apparently he and another TikToker slept together. But he was practicing polyamory, and she was like, I thought we were, like, exclusive. So they're airing their dirty laundry all over TikTok, and I feel, like, bad that it's kind of amazing. I love messy TikTok. It's just me on TikTok watching videos of, like, puppies and kittens and communists, and I miss all the fun stuff. It fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, like, she posted this, like, series of really dramatic videos about how basically she could be pregnant with his child and like Mm -hmm. they had unprotected sex but she wasn't aware he had other partners and she found out there were multiple partners because less than 24 hours after they had unprotected sex she saw him on a date on tiktok like he posted tiktok that he was on a date with another woman i mean it's extremely messy. I like super really messy. enjoy it. Yeah, sounds fun. And I I keep liking vid- I keep liking videos on like both sides of the aisle, so I can stay in the drama. <laughs> oh, and I'm also very deep into Love Is Blind TikTok right now. Oh yeah, because the season two. I don't know. I did watch the first season, and the second season is crazy. And did they make it crazier? Oh no. <gasps> so there are two. Small fats. Basically, you know how, like, in the beginning, not all of the people that you see actually, like, end up with a full storyline? There are two small fats that they show in the pods, like, but they, neither one of them gets, like, a real storyline. And then two of the women that do get real storylines are both, like... I lost 70 pounds and I don't know if anyone will ever love me because I used to be fat. And I was like, what the fuck? What? I just like, this is, okay, I want to see more queer people, people of color and fat people. But also one other thing I feel like you never see on these shows like Married at First Sight or Love is Blind or The Bachelor or whatever is like, can we normalize like dating shows for people that don't? the end goal is not to have children. It's everybody's yeah. like, oh my God, I just want to start a family immediately. And you're like, this is not relatable for everyone. Toxic. Uh, the child-free people want it, you know, peeps to relate to on our dating shows too. Or like, I don't know, it just feels, uh, I don't normally, you know, I love reality competition shows. I'll watch anybody compete for anything except for Did a Did you watch The Amazing That's, Race? I fucking love The Amazing Race. Did you know one of the... Um, Vanderpump Rules girls was on the Amazing Race like 15 years ago. I don't know. I only know the word Vanderpump Rules, the phrase, because of you. I don't really know what it is about or what it means, but I'll watch the season. Hold on. I'll send you a screenshot. But you don't like to watch people compete for a man? For a man? No. There are much better things to compete for than a husband and all a plate of nachos for example nachos french fries (laughs) a pizza anything but i like did watch like i'll watch some of them like i've seen i watch love is blind and then i start getting invested in these people and then they are just so bad to each other that i'm like i don't and there's like 
I just feel it's really heteronormative. A lot of it is a lot of misogyny. A lot of it is, yeah, like fat phobia and racist because all they show are like really pretty white people and men treating women badly. It just seems bad. I don't know. So there's this one guy. uh, There's this one guy in this season of Love is Blind, too, that's definitely a cokehead and he is. Just like absolutely tweaked out and crazy the whole whole entire season. Like you can see his jaw going, and you're like, it's cocaine. It's n- yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just did it. <laughs> Tis cocaine. Uh, so how deep into this movie recap are we? By the way, we're about three sentences. <laughs> anyway, okay, so we are no, we're one sentence. So a truck is passing through a quarantine station sanitation. That zone. we are one sentence. <laughs> Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> the driver has had his livestock seized because of disease in the past and asks one of the sanitation workers what's going on. Uh, and he says it's a minor leak at the biotech district, but it's nothing. Just keep driving. While driving away, the, the trucker is distracted by his phone ringing and accidentally hits and kills a deer who looks suspiciously like Frankie. Exactly like Abby's dog. dog. Yeah. <laughs> um... After he drives away, the dead deer gets up like nothing happened. Its eyes are completely white. Bum, bum, bum. Bum. A uh, young stock executive, uh, Seok Wu, who... Okay, you haven't watched Squid Game yet, right? No. Oh, my God. Talk about emotionally destroyed. I had to stop watching. I stopped watching for really? like a month because I was like, but it's so good. And anyway, he's That's how I feel with Succession. I was like, I um, need a break. I need a break. It's so good. I Please watch it. Especially if you like it's so anti-capitalist. It's like beautiful character development, like really scary. It's a thriller. I love it. Love yeah. every second of it. All right, I will, but I'm giving myself a little so bleach tonight. Yeah, maybe not tonight. Don't start tonight. Uh, but Gong Yu, who plays Sayak Wu, is so in hot. It. He plays, he's very hot, so distinguished looking, but he plays the salesman in Squid Game. Um, so he tries to reassure a client on the phone that the reports coming out might not affect the market, um, but he's looking at news on his computer of dead fish at Ying Jang Reservoir. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, indeed. He tells his assistant, question mark, who he later refers to as an analyst or something. I'm not really sure. I think he's um, just a, like, junior exec, you know? Yeah. Uh, he tells him to sell all of their stocks because of the market or something. I don't know. Um, I wrote market stability slash trading talk with employee Kim. I don't know what he was saying. <laughs> Um, in the parking garage of his home, he argues on the phone with his estranged wife. Tomorrow is his daughter, Sue Ann's birthday, and she wants to see her mother in Busan. But Sayak Wu believes she shouldn't travel alone, and he is too busy right now. Glad he didn't put her on that train alone. <sighs> she would have. Uh, she's scrappy. Uh, she's scrappy. At home, Sue Ann secretly talks on the phone to her mother but is interrupted by Sayak Wu, uh, who gives her her birthday present. It's a Wii video game system that she already has. He got it for her for Children's Day, uh, which sounds like just a day to appreciate your kids. Cute. It is cute. I wish that we observed Children's Day. Although Instead of Christmas. 
I don't think it would matter. I don't think my dad would observe. <laughs> oh. Well, I'm not a um, child. I'm a big girl now. Okay? You're, a, you're a full adult now. Um, all Sue Ann wants for her birthday is to go see her mother. Uh, he agrees to take her to Busan in the morning. Oh, hi, buddy. The fuck was that? Go away. I don't know. For once, it wasn't mine. <laughs> um... He agrees, and they'll leave in the morning. Um, his mother, who lives with them, uh, advises him to talk to his wife, and a marriage and, and that quickly. Uh, she tells him that Sue Ann was disappointed. He wasn't at her recital, recital that day, but she taped it for him. He watches her sing, and she forgets the words. And all the rest of the class uh, laugh at her. Hold on a second. Bartles, what is it? Okay, sorry. He wants uh, food, but it's too early. So, no food log yet, buddy boy. No food log. Um. So, in the car on the way to the train, they encounter a fleet of uh, ambulances, and Suen uh, reaches out to catch some falling ash from a nearby like like three buildings are on fire, and Seokwu is just like, okay, gotta go. Um, the train is loading up and we see the attendants preparing a school sports team is on the trip Two older ladies, um, our little father, daughter crew, etc. Okay. But one of the ladies is like a young lady in a wig, in a really bad wig. I don't understand <laughs> this. So she's, yeah. Uh, the sisters are Ing Jil and Jong Jil and Jong Jil is played by Park Myung Shin, who is, I like woman in her thirties. Like I don't know why, <laughs> why the, they can find another the older woman. Lady is actually an old lady, <laughs> so it's yeah. really weird. <laughs> I'm like so confused. She has like a 1980s like sitcom old it's lady like a wig, Golden Girls wig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like short, curly, and like white very wig. round. Yeah, <laughs> so weird. But her face is like the face of a 30 year old woman. So it's she confusing. Has, like. Absolutely pristine skin. <laughs> so weird. I was like, this is a choice. But anyway, let's move on. Um, a young woman runs into the train gasping, but it just as the attendant was looking the other way and no one notices. And the train door Shout out to that actor who plays the first infected girl. She was really doing the most with her sort of like physical like work. Her, her body contortions work. were like... Contortions is... Um, you know, I think a lot of the times acting seems ridiculous, you know, like if you would think, I was thinking this, like, while all the zombies were attacking, like all 10 or 15 of the zombies in a scene have to go all the way out. They all have to be acting to the ceiling. Yeah. It's wild. But anyway, yeah, she did a great job. Super convincing. Uh, R.I.P. May she, may her and her striped sweater rest in peace. In the station, there is a commotion, and Sue Ann sees someone get attacked outside the window. The young woman who jumped on board has a nasty-looking bite on her leg, and she's trying to tie it up in the restroom. Uh, an attendant is called uh, to check on a person in the bathroom. Sue Ann gets up to spy. Uh, in the toilet is not the bitten lady, but a man with long hair and dirty clothes. Whose name in the credits? Who he is along the ride for us? Yeah, so he's pretty much in the movie the whole time. Yeah, the entire time he comes in before Song Hwa, which is like 
crazy because he's like our second main character. But he's throughout the entire thing and he is the only one who doesn't get a name. His name is Homeless Man. That's fucked up. And fucked they just up. call him Mr. and like keep forgetting he's there and they're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole time. God. So rude. Seriously. So uh, he, yeah, he's just in the bathroom. I call him, in my notes, I call him mumbling man because most of the time he's just mumbling. Um, and homeless man seems demeaning. He doesn't, we don't know he's homeless. He, they just think he looks it. But anyway, he I does know. mumble. I first wrote disheveled man and then I started writing unhoused because the IMDb said they were, he was homeless. And I was like, this feels wrong. I can, I, the mumbler is what I refer to. Mr. Mumbles. Has. Um, so he is mumbling, everyone's dead. Uh, the passenger who complained, uh, older Mr. Business. That motherfucker. That motherfucker, dude. Public uh, never. Never one. <laughs> We've never had, like, such if a... If I see that cheeky <laughs> motherfucker, that's TikTok. Um, he is a great villain, a really realistic villain, uh, cowardly. I love it. I hate it and I love it. I love to hate it. Very um, realistic. I just can't believe people jumped on the bandwagon with him so willingly. I disgusting. You are a dickhead, sir. <laughs> um, so his name is Young Sook and he is the one who complained about the man in the bathroom. Uh, he tells Sue Ann that if she doesn't study, she'll end up like him. And Sue Ann, the badass, tells him that her mother told her whoever says shit like that is a bad person. And it's true. Yeah. She doesn't say shit. But, <laughs> um, the bitten girl stumbles down the aisles and falls into the, I don't it's like a vestibule in between. Yeah, um, they call it a vestibule. It's like the section in between the train cars, but like not shitty because there's infrastructure. In South Korea. <laughs> right. As opposed to, yeah, like all yeah. the trains in Boston smell like piss. Um, so. Da, 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 da. Okay, so an attendant finds her and calls for medical attention on the radio. Sue Ann goes to use the restroom, but is sent to the next car by the love of everyone's life, Song Kwa, who is waiting for his pregnant wife in the toilet. He's so hot. I wonder, so hot. like, this is was my question is like. He's obviously very well equipped to fight. That's like part of his characterization. What is this man's job? Is he like a stunt double? Like, what does he do? I would love to know his backstory. He's wearing like, yeah, he's got a pregnant wife. He's like mean but caring. Uh, he's wearing a blue blazer and a scarf in the beginning. Like, I'm it's like a his whole, blazer. Yeah, <laughs> his whole character is fascinating. Um, so she goes to use the restroom in the next car. Okay, so I am so dumb because he, there is subtitles say, it must be like a colloquialism or something, but it says, oh, she's peeing for two. There are two people peeing in there or something. Yeah, so she's, I was like, there's hey? two pissing, so it's going to be a while. Yeah, yeah, I didn't understand it until I saw her, and I was like, <laughs> oh, I am dumb. <laughs> um, so Sayak Wu's assistant slash analyst, Mr. Kim, calls and says there is a nationwide incident happening. Uh, our older sisters, Ingjil and Jongjil, watch the news in horror um, and they still think it's a riot because the They're news like, coverage is confusing. People will riot over anything these days. That's uh, old lady voice. Old lady 
talking. But the old lady who's actually a young lady says that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The bitten woman gets up and starts convulsing and growling. She jumps onto the attendant and they stumble through the car with the students. Uh, The attendant is bitten and the original woman begins biting students and chaos ensues. But the way she is just walking the that was so scary that she's just like walking through like the car lumbering. being chewed on <laughs> like so creepy so Ooh. scary uh and then one of the boys fights the bitten off with a baseball bat uh the attendant calls for everyone to run to the next car uh Sakwu is looking for Suan as people start running into other cars. He sees an attendant get bitten and then immediately reanimate. Um, he grabs Suan and makes a run for for it as a mountain of the bitten chase them. Um, he gets back to his car and the man who sent oh and Sang Hua is still waiting for his pregnant wife Seong Kyung Seong Kyung. They say Kyung. it so fast, yeah that I like. Yeah, I can't say it that fast, so it sounds wrong and probably just is. say it the best you can say it we can't we are idiots and we can't do better than we can do i don't know i am dumb uh so she's done shitting uh so they get out of i think she's shitting i don't know what the fuck else you she can't was doing there for that, long. that slowly seriously and like it's not like she's like immobile because later she's hopping over running over everything yeah she's up in the in the gar or what do you call them the overhead compartment overhead compartment yeah um, so a man attacks a woman in the corridor and Xiang Hua tries to help and locks the man in the bathroom as more bitten run in. Uh, in the unbitten car, Xiao Wu is up and tries to close the door as all the people start panicking. He sees Xiang Cheng and Xiang Sang Hua running towards them and Yang Suk calls for him to shut them out. And he listens at first. And then Suan says she knows him because she's our hero. Uh, Siak Wu tells oh and then both of them the couple gets in through the car and then Siak Wu tells Sang Hua to release the door and that the zombies don't seem to know how to work the handle they only attacked them when they saw them so Siang Kuang puts wet paper newspapers on the door and the bitten calm down on the other side so smart I never would have thought yeah, of that right I was like huh I don't know. Yeah, what do the what does this couple do this for is, work? I They're like survivors. They're like geniuses. Yeah, I would be immediately dead in this scenario. Immediately dead. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like maybe me too. I'd be like trying to like push people into the aisle and then be like attacked. I think that's probably how I would go out. Hopefully, nobody be a Yan Suk because he fucking. Sucks. Yeah, don't murder other people so you can live. That's just not polite but at the end at the end anyway okay let's keep going we have a lot to get through <laughs> oh my gosh yes we do okay so uh siang hua calls out siak Wu for closing the door on it's him like, and calls him an asshole which is fucking true asshole. i know Rude. Um, and then siak Wu's mother calls but it sounds loud where she is and she's like gasping for breath and sounds injured she tells she calls him her baby and tells him to tell suan she loves her um and then she starts growling and the line goes dead this is well, just like the tip of the iceberg of I tragedy like in this movie she's like i love suan but like all she cares about is her mom that bitch <laughs> 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 what the fuck? So funny. But she's just trying to protect her son. But 
the train passes by this station um, that they were supposed to make their next stop at, and they watch the people waiting on the platform yell for help and then get attacked. Voiceover of a broadcast, I think by, like, their government officials? I'm not sure who it was. Uh, says that it's just riots that have broken out in major cities, and this has led to the sh- shutdown of many districts in an attempt to subdue the rioters, and many of the outbreaks are being contained. While this plays, we see the passengers on the train watching videos of people being attacked and bitten in the streets as chaos ensues. Uh, the man on the broadcast says the citizens shouldn't believe the rumors and stay safely in their homes. No one, no one's safety is in danger. He's wrong and lying. As the safe passengers look for seats or go, I don't, I think they're like trying to secure the door. I'm not sure exactly what's going on here, but uh, Sakwu finds one for Sue Ann. But she sees uh, Ing Jil standing, and Suan gives up her seat to her. Siakwu tells her, pulls her aside, and tells her that she doesn't have to be good in times like these. You should only look out for yourself. Suan says that her granny's knees always hurt her. She looks sad. So fresh. Um, on the intercom, they announce the train will go out of service at Daejeong Station. The military will be there to secure the train, and everyone will have to ac- exit. After hearing the old man, old mean businessman Yan Suk on the phone asking if Dijang is secure, Seakwu leaves Suan to make a call. Xianghua asks her what he what her dad does and calls fund managers bloodsuckers. Um Xiang Kyung chastises him for speaking ill of the girl's father and offers her sour gummy worm. Xiang Chang invites her to touch her belly and says to say hello to Sleepy, which is what they've nicknamed the baby because um, Xiang Huang can't name him yet. Her yet. I think it's a girl, right? It's a girl. Uh, Sue Ann feels the baby kick and giggles. It's very sweet. It's like the first and only time we ever see her smile. And uh, I was like, oh, she has teeth. <laughs> seriously, she just like looks depressed and then gets more and more, more depressed. Uh, Seak Wu calls an associate in Daejeong who sounds frazzled. He asks if it's safe, but the associate tells him that he will have to be quarantined upon arrival. Seak Wu asks if he will help him, uh, and his associate tells him to go to the E-square and not the main one, and he'll let his men know. I don't know, like, how rich is this guy? I don't know, he has men. I don't know, scary. Uh, the train pulls into an eerily quiet station and all of our little lovelies exit uh four teenagers have survived the initial attack and are shaken up uh yang juke still grips his baseball bat uh yan suk tells the conductor that he is the coo of stallion express express with i guess is another train (laughs) line i don't know uh, and all the lines from Daejeong are cut off and they will have, and this train is going to have to go to Busan, um, which is the only station that's still open. The conductor says that he must get everyone back on the train. Um, but Yan Suk wants to leave without them. As everyone begins exiting, the whole station is closed down. Um, and people are funneling into the main square. Siak Wu opens the barriers to head east, and the mumbling man follows. He heard his call and doesn't want to go into quarantine with the others. Sue Ann wants to tell the others about the quarantine, but Siak Wu doesn't want to. She cries, saying he only cares for himself, and that's why his her mom left. Uh, 
The man sees a military person and runs to him. Uh, the others who are heading towards the main square descend the escalators and stairs, uh, and we see the backs of the military. Um, but oh no, they're zombies! Uh, everyone starts fleeing back up the way they came. The East Corridor um, is also filling with zombies, and Sue Ann is nearly attacked, but Xiang Hua saves her with his magical fists. He can punch <laughs> anything. anything. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Yang Juk and the man are left behind. Oh, no. It's uh, Seok Wu and the man are left behind, but Xiang Hua calls them in just as the zombies surge forward. Everyone runs back to the train as the zombies break through the glass on the second floor. Ying Jil and Zhang Jil are separated, but both get on the train. Uh, our little crew, except for the men who are holding the doors, are all on board. Uh, Yan Suk wants to leave without them, but the teenage girl Jin Hee doesn't want to leave her friends. Uh, the door holding the men, the the door the men are holding, um, starts to break, and they make a run for it just as the zombies break through the glass. Uh, two of the teenage boys are attacked, but Yan Juk, Siak Wu, and Xiang Hua all run for the leaving train. Uh, Xiang Hua is the only one not on board, and he battles a few zombies. Got to get in a few hits before Xiang Wu just picks up a shield. <laughs> no uh, uh, big one, biggie. <laughs> just, a shield. just like yeah, so badass. Uh, Xiang Wu pulls him on board. The conductor gets his path cleared for Busan. Uh, Xiang Qiang, Suan, Injil, and the man all hide in the bathroom, uh, but attack. Uh, but attract the attention of the zombies and are, like, shut in. Yang Jik calls Jin Hee crying and tells her that no one else from their class made it. Uh, Su An and Sang Hua tell them they are in car 13. Okay, Su An calls Sang Hua from his wife's phone and tells him that the, all the, the rest of the survivors are in the restroom at car 13. At car 13. And then everyone else is in car 15, and they're in car 9. So they go... Yeah, so our three boys... Car 9. Three boys are in car 9. They have to go from car 9 to, to the restroom in 13, then through to 15. Where all the survivors are gathered. Uh, so they suit up, and Sang Hua is... Ju- he doesn't get... He doesn't has a, have a shield. He has a t-shirt on. He just tapes up his forearms. He just literally is going in with his fists of fury. Fists of Fury. That's literally what I get. I said. I said they suit up. <laughs> Xiang Hua only tapes up his forearms because he's got Fists of Fury. Uh, <laughs> Yan Juk has his bat and Xiang Wu has a shield and the baton that Xiang Hua grabbed on the way up. They fight through one car. Uh, really, it's just Xiang Hua who fights through one car. The other it's two so are just back up. wacky. He's just punching everyone and like... He's picking know. up grown men and throwing them at the ceiling. <laughs> like, it's so wild. Uh, they fight through one car and then end up in the car with Young Juk's classmates. Um, and he has a moment of hesitation. They pass through a tunnel. Oh, he's just a kid. He's just um, a child boy. And when they're through the tunnel, the zombies can't see in the dark, so the attacks stop. They follow noise um, and, like, Baseball bats start falling out of a bag, and they are able. The three are able to escape to the next car. Uh, they wait until they're in a tunnel again, and Seok Wu uses Sang Hua's phone to distract them. They make it to the bathroom and to their people. 
the three men hide in the other bathroom across the vestibule. Even though Xiang Hua is kind of an asshole, he and Siak Wu have a sweet moment. He tells him that Su An will understand when she's older why he always had to work so hard. But he says, dads get all the shit and no praise, which I disagree with. Um, <laughs> but still very sweet. Seak Wu is tracking the train and says the next tunnel will give them two minutes to make a run for it. Yan Juk messages Jin He to tell her they are coming, and she excitedly tells the rest of the train. But Yan Suk, asshole of the year, believes they could never get through um, all the zombies without being infected, and the last remaining attendant uh, says nothing and agrees with him. Uh, it's tunnel time, and our crew make a break for it by crawling along the overhead compartments until they are able to create a distraction and get through the door. Uh, the man falls on the way off of the overhead compartment, and Seok Wu goes back to help them, but it's just as they exit the tunnel, and so they're like crouching behind chairs across the aisle from each other. Uh, the, as they try to make a run for it again, the man stomps on a soda can. Making a noise and alerting the zombies. <laughs> the one soda can in the entire world. <laughs> uh, they make it through the door, but Xiang Hua has to hold them off. At the door to 15, the passengers have, di- have tied the door shut with their clothing. Psychos! The attendant holds Jin He so she can't call out, and Yan Suk breaks her phone. Seak Wu runs back to help Xiang Hua, um, and they get the door almost closed, but a zombie's head is through, and it bites Xiang Hua's hand. Yan Jik smashes through the door um, into car 15, but the other passengers are still trying to close them out, um, when they've got his arm, his, just his arm is through, and they're just crushing it. Um, as So Xiang Hua tells Seak Wu to take... Siang Kyung and go to the train and please take care of her. This I was fucking I might cry again. I'm dead. It's fucking I'm, it's so sad. It's so sad. Um because he knows he's infected. And as uh the two leave, Siang Hua calls out and says their baby's name will be Yan Su Jen. Uh he Siang Hua is overtaken, but not before he gets a few punches in and uses one zombie as a shield to hold them off as long as he can. I'm seriously going to cry again. Okay. Uh, Finally, our survivors get into the car, but Injil, who the older woman um, is slower and she gets bitten before she's able to get in. She just doesn't look like she wants to get in there. Until she sees she, her sister. She's like, I'm not about this life. Yeah. It's kind of tired, yeah. Do you uh, need I a agree. moment? <laughs> like a little, yeah, I'm getting a little teary. It's fine. Uh, so, so when they're finally in the train, Seok Wu punches Yun Suk, but not hard enough, uh, and asks him, why he, asks him why he did that. They could have saved them. Uh, Yun Suk lies and says that Seok Wu is infected, and the attendant says the survivors cannot stay with them and must meet, move to the vestibule. The rest of the car starts shouting at them to leave. Uh, Yun Juk takes Jin Si with him, even because she doesn't want to stay there anymore. The asshole car ties our survivors out, um, but a despondent Zhang Jiel mourns her sister and curses her for putting others before herself. She opens the door um, that they had just closed, uh, and the asshole car fills with zombies. Um, the conductor calls into Busan, but no one answers. Seok Wu promises to take Su An to her mother no matter what. 
Um, and she says that she was worried she would never see him again and admits that she memorized her song just for him, and that's why she couldn't sing it. Uh, he calls his wife, but again, there's no answer. It seems like her phone's off. Um, he calls his... I think she could be dead, to be honest with you. Might be dead, yeah. Uh, his analyst calls again and says the outbreak started at their plant and it can't be their fault. They were only doing as they were told. Uh, the conductor halts the I, train. Be- I can't lie. I don't understand this. I didn't. Like, I'm not sure what his job is. You know is. he's like kind of the cause of it, but there's some connection behind the scenes I do not understand, yeah. I don't think I know enough about um, South Korean markets or plants yeah. or business. Like I don't know. Industrial plant or biotech. <laughs> so I was like, I'm not sure what happened. Confused. I don't know how the dead fish tie in. I don't understand it. Um, so the conductor halts the train because the track is blocked by another fallen train. Uh, they are in East Deju. Daegu station and will wait for a rescue team before boarding another train to Busan. Yan Suk and the evil attendant have survived the attack in 15 by hiding in the bathroom. Mm. The, con- the, con- <laughs> the conductor heads out to look for another working train and finds one in the station. Our good this survivors. Poor conductor, he's going through this all alone. Like he hasn't God. seen another person. He's just like, I don't fucking know what's happening. Like I'm just out here trying to trying get to, out, trying to get these trains out. It's crazy. And yeah, he like doesn't hasn't seen all the chaos and drama in the back of the train. He's just like trying to work it out. Uh, just imagine being at work and having to continue to work. During all of this shit. I would be so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> it's like your job is the only thing standing between like 30 people's like being zombies. I, right. I can't, that's too much. I can't do that. <laughs> um, Thankfully, so our my job isn't that important. <laughs> so. Neither is mine. Nobody needs a cocktail in a, in a crisis. Yeah, uh, I feel like fundraising isn't the most like helpful <laughs> Have in a, I'll take your donations <laughs> world now. Yeah. Um, our good survivors leave the drain to look for help. Uh, in the evil bathroom, Yan Suk lies to the attendant and says the coast is clear and sacrifices him so he can get Probably away. Probably smells like farts in there. I hope so. I've like totally lost my place in my notes, so I'm just gonna trust you to keep going. <laughs> uh, no clue. It's okay. There's a lot going on, even though we're at the last 20 minutes, I've, and this has been a, a jam-packed, action-filled movie so <laughs> oh, far. Oh, no, no. We're at the flaming train. Got it. <laughs> flaming train. He runs, um, so Yan Suk is running from the train, believes the fucking door opens, so more infected run out. Uh, the conductor is slowly pulling out of the station with the new train, and then a fully on fire train comes barreling into the station. It's quite fast and quite on fire. Uh, Jin Hee and Yun Jik uh, get into another car to get to the other side of the tracks, like after the crash. Um, but Yun Suk runs into that train, throws Jin Hee at one of the zombies, and she's like bitten. violently. It's psychotic. He doesn't, they don't even know he's there. He, like, runs into the train to ruin their lives and kill Just, them. Just, like, so like, fast, yeah. Um, and then he throws her at the at the zombie she's bitten, and then John Juk holds her crying, and she re- reanimates and bites him. Yan Suk lives to torment some more. 
Seok Woo, Su An, Se Siang Hyung, and the man are all trapped under the debris of the crashed trains, and there are zombies in the windows above them, but they can't get out. The conductor sees Yan Suk running from the from the train and from the zombies. He uh, Yan Suk trips, and the conductor gets out to help him. But then Yan Suk throws the conductor at the zombies. You fucking idiot! <sighs> so he runs from runs for the still moving train, leaving the conductor to die. Seak Wu finds a hole in the debris to crawl out, but it is immediately blocked um, when, like, a huge engine part falls down. It's so scary. Oh, my God. The windows oh God, of the crash debris. train. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> debris. Uh, the windows of the crash train break, uh, and the man sacrifices himself so that Siang Kyung and Suan can escape. We hardly uh, knew ye, sir. God, can you just give this fucking man a name, please? Seok Wu frees the debris, and he, Suan, and Tian Kyung run for the moving train, pursued by hundreds of zombies. They all get on the back as the zombies grab onto the metal and begin climbing and, like, form, like, this big wedding gown train behind them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, just, like, flowing out. It's full held of up by, like, one person's hand, too. <laughs> <laughs> kind of unrealistic, I want to say. Uh, they... Siak Wu kicks at the hands of the zombies clinging on until they let go, um, and then they're freed. When they head towards the conductor booth, he finds a half-turned Yan Suk who asks Siak Wu to take him home. His mom is waiting for him and gives Why him the address. Why did they just push him off right then? Like, just push him off. Fuck you. Yeah, he's killed. He personally mur- has killed all of the... He's yeah. a murderer. Uh, he fully turns and attacks Siak Wu, who is unable to find him off, and he bites him. He chains himself up and throws Yan Suk from the train. He tells Yang Kyung to pull the brake when it is safe. And then he tells Su An to stay with Yang Kyung no matter what, and it will be safe in Busan. She begs him to stay. I'm going to start it's crying. It's so sad. It's like so sad. <laughs> She's screaming. Like, She's screaming. Is... It's like so, God. it's really good child acting. Cause it's like yeah, really she does realistic. a great job. His, uh, crying, his crying kind of made me laugh because, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, and he's just, like, scrunching over his face really hard. Yeah, and, like, men, the man that hasn't cried in, like, 15 years, suddenly <laughs> letting it all go at once, you know. Um. So she's, like, crying and screaming, begging him to stay. He, like, pries her tiny little fist off of his shirt. Oh, no. Oh my god. And then he slams the door closed to the booth and goes to the end of the train. Uh, as he turns, he sees a flashback of holding Sue Ann as a baby and smiles before throwing himself off the back of the train. I'm like fully teared up right now. And I was okay. like bawling my eyes out. Okay. I can finish if you want. No, there's like four four sentences. I'm like, it. I'll take I'll take over now that we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the train pulls up, but the tracks are blocked by more bodies, debris, and what seems like uh, broken through military barracks. Uh, they head into the tunnel, and two soldiers with rifles spot them on the other end. They radio it in and are told to check for infection, but are unable to verify. They are ordered to shoot them, but they hear Sue Ann singing and confirm they are survivors. Soldiers rush forward to save them the end she's also singing aloha oi which is like wh- why i don't know <laughs> is that the I was song that too i like it's, it's the like, song from her recital but what recital was this that they're well, singing like, aloha Hawaii oi. isn't that close to south korea right 
What is map? What is geography? I'm not a cartographer, don't ask me. I'm not a cartographer either. Thank you for clarifying. Confirming. How long? We are like an hour into this and we've gotten through zero analysts. Like, just barely got through the plot. There was a lot going on, to be fair to myself, but. This plot is like really intense and actually. It's dense. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of these people over here, survivors over there, people in the bathroom, zombies, baseball boys. (laughs) Baseball boys. Um. But yeah, anyway, I don't know. What should we talk about first? Class? Our Mr. Let's Man? Let's talk about class, baby. Let's talk about... You Ways and, and means. Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, so obviously... I mean, it's interesting, right? Because it's a pretty anti-capitalist movie. Like, capitalistic greed is clearly portrayed as the virus. Like... The words fund manager are sort of, like, set up as synonymous with being, like, a curse or, like, a garbage word. Yeah. And they're literally the reason for the infection. Like, capitalistic uh-huh. greed caused this, like, worldwide epidemic, or, excuse me, countrywide epidemic. And uh, Mr. Business is, like, literally <laughs> the worst person in the movie. Like, he's a monster, and his only identifier is that he's COO of the Stallion Express or whatever. But on the other hand, it's also and super he's got classist. a mama. My mommy, yeah. I love my mommy. <laughs> Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, it's like a really weird characterization because our like, despite us having our little like crew of people, our main protagonist is Siak Wu, who's like. He's like redeemed through his like he's a bad person. He's like, he's like a, a bad capitalist, father, he's bad a father, bad person. He's a bad son to his uh, mother, father. shitty husband. Oh yeah, shitty husband to his wife. Like he just sucks. Like, but still, the movie manages to emotionally manipulate us into being like, into oh, he's redeemed. About but him. literally, he caused this. Like. His mungry, like, mungry honey, <laughs> money His hungriness, hungry. like, created this issue, and it had something to do with, like, striking workers, so I'm, my, like, I'm sort of thinking, like, there was an equitable pay, and some kind of, like, meltdown happened because the workers were striking, and there were scabs or something, like, you did something bad, sir, and... But it's also, like... The movie, so yeah, the movie sets all of that up. Is like, ultimately we find out it's his fault, but also, like, Yan Suk is his example of what not to be, and so him turning away from that, away from turning into Yan Suk, which is what, where he was headed in the beginning when he was like, you only need to look out for yourself, and then he has a redeeming arc, and ultimately Yan Suk, the Mr. Businessman, is our evil villain Super who villain. killed all of the good guys. All of yeah. our, all of our protagonists. He literally murdered the co- the conductor. How are you conducting a? You know how to conduct a train, sir. You just gonna hop on this train? Suddenly I guess it worked out to, in the yeah, end. Well, but. It was like autopilot, but that's not the point. Yeah, I think it's really confusing because, but because like of the way that they, like portray the unhoused person too, because, like the logical leap would be like capitalistic greed creates inequity it's an epidemic that like oppresses people and like creates mass chaos and pain and yet like the unhoused man is somebody that's 
affected by this like capitalistic model but also is given like virtually no dignity and he's sacrificed without having a name to save like the pregnant woman and the child which i feel like is so like it's like sus it's like a virtue signal you know (laughs) I mean, he, well, it's also like he's not a bad character. Like he doesn't do anything. No, he's the only time that, that like they to, just yeah, he doesn't him. get a story. So he, the only time he ever really like verges on being bad is when he's gonna follow Siak Wu and Sue Ann to like, the east entrance, to not die. Yeah, and he's not uh, dumb, and he's not like evil but yeah he doesn't get a name he doesn't get a backstory he's dirty his long hair which is that it's like a weird uh like signal he's like looks darker skinned than our other protagonists yeah exactly I don't love yeah uh, i wonder you... like i don't know i mean i obviously we did no research i finished watching this movie 10 minutes before we started recording but i wonder if there's like a culture of colorism in Korea, the way that we have colorism, like, among BIPOC communities here. Because, you know, race in America is unique, but it's not, like... That unique. White supremacy isn't, yeah, a uniquely American. Yeah. (laughs) Invented. We didn't invent anything. I mean, we made it it extra gross. We made it what it is today, but uh, we we didn't start it. I, I mean, I'm trying to think of all the I mean I know media doesn't mean anything but I mean like the South Korean film and television that I've seen before I don't know I don't know if I can point to colorism as like a Seong Kyung is like is super white and like Mm -hmm. she's very pale thin she's able-bodied like she's pregnant she's held up of this sort of like paradigm of all the things that are good and like healthy and happy and even, I don't know, like, you could point to the man as being almost cannon fodder, but he's not even the one, it's like, I everybody mean, is sacrificing themselves yeah, in this exactly. movie. Yeah, I think I that know. it's hard to, like, suss out what the intentionality of the character is, because he's not, like you said, he's not a bad character. It's just, he's there, he's unhoused, he has no name, he's, like, sticking out from the other characters intentionally but the intention doesn't like follow through with anything yeah and i feel like if he did get a backstory and like his sacrifice would mean more and it wouldn't be just like nonsense yeah i don't know yeah i feel confused confused uh i also yeah like siang hua and siang kyung are like they also don't, like, they are having a baby together and they have a sweet relationship and they, like, clearly are in love and care deeply for each other and are ultimately good people, but we don't know much about them either. Like, we but don't I know why the they're going to Busan. The difference is, like, you see those touches of humanity between them. Like They have conversations see, with They other have conversations. People. You see her offer um, Sue on, like, the gummy worm and have this sort of, like, special moment where she feels the baby kick like they're given this space and like the capacity to build like relationship build and to have these like markers of goodness or kindness and the unhoused man like the only person that is really sympathetic to him is Suan, and she's mm-hmm. 
like, basically dragging him along because everybody else just thinks that he's, like you said, cannon fodder. So it's just, there's no space created for that person, that character to have identity or, like, even the small kind of, like, signifiers of personhood. He's also really quiet. Like you said, he mumbles. He doesn't really speak. Like, it's just a bummer. Which is so, because this movie builds so much character in such a short amount of time, and there is, like, a lot of action. It's a, it's also, like, a pretty, it's a two-hour movie, and it's, like, action-packed. Like, there's a lot happening in this I plot, know. but we all, it still manages to, like, build characters really quickly, and characters that we care about Characters deeply. that you care about, yeah. And even with, like, the, like, minor characters in our crew, like, in Jill and John Jill are, like... I care about them. Like when when she's left behind, it was it was sad. And like we they yeah. get to have conversations with each other when uh Ing Jill is left behind and John Jill is looking at her, like uh, you like feel for her and she set, has something to say about her sister. It's like there was an opportunity to give this man a line or two. Actually, one of my favorite moments, like I said, it's like these small signifiers and these small spaces where they like basically bookend things with like these moments of humanity but when um angel peels the hard-boiled egg for her sister and she's like (laughs) what the fuck why do you have an egg (laughs) i don't want that take it i don't want that just take it it. (laughs) but yeah all the other characters have these like we don't even see the unhoused man on the like among the passengers in the initial kind of like sweep he's just a throwaway character like sort of like a distraction from the woman that actually has the bite that comes on the train right well yeah i think that's the whole point is is also a comment on like the classism in in this culture is that like yeah even though a woman straight up ran on and threw herself onto a train and into a bathroom she's not the one who's getting attention called it's the mount, it's the like seemingly unhoused man in the bathroom who gets like attention called because he's quote been in there too long or whatever when they've been rolling through the station for what 15 minutes like it was just Jan Suk being an asshole from the jump fucking prick he's not bothering you it's yeah, but it's just so clear. Like Yansuk is so clearly the villain too, and yeah. he's like the Mister Business. That there it's like, are why? zombies eating people, and he still sucks more than them. Yeah, and it's like you could have just like just a little, just like a little bit farther, and you were right there. Yeah. Do you have anything to say about women in this movie? I'm finding that I don't have a lot to say. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, the female characterization. I think Sang Hua and Siang Kyung are interesting because he's obviously very manly. Mr. Man. Mr. Hot Guy with his forearms. But she's also um, like, please shut up. And he's like, okay. <laughs> yeah, and then she's like, leave me alone. He like, <laughs> he knocks on the bathroom and she's like, shut up, go away. And he's like, okay, baby, I love you. <laughs> So it's like their dynamic is interesting and like kind of refreshing and fun. But she's also like he has to constantly I think because she's pregnant. Yes, of course. But that was also a choice is like she's vulnerable at every like every instance when they're coming out of the the benefit of making her pregnant. Just like so that we care I think about it's her just more? to make us really sad. I am sad. It worked. Yeah, <laughs> it worked. Yeah, you're right. But it's also like, 
yeah, it seems pointed that like we see ultra masculine man, ultra feminine, vulnerable woman together. And while they're like their relationship is interesting and dynamic, like he still has to like pick her up and like carry her away from the zombies and like yeah. push her through the door first and and she's the one we get she's the mother she's pregnant she has to take care of Sue Ann at the end she has to yeah. take on the responsibility of this young girl who probably just lost both of her parents yeah like okay, and you have two kids now sorry now you got another baby yeah uh, I mean and then, Sue Ann's dope but I, it's a still a child she's a good good kid good kid good kid and then Jin He's interesting too because she's like an advocate she's advocating for people but she's also sort of like really like victimized and kind of yeah. fridged for sure i would say like a, a mini fridge it takes about two it's like a fridge <laughs> for about 30 seconds that. Um, but it's true and she is like she is initiating this relationship with uh young so Juk, uh initially she sits next to him in the train car and, he's like, and she I'm wants to be flirty. Yeah. Uh, and then she's like, cr- like when they're separated, she's like crying for him. And then he calls her and she's like, you have to let him in this car. She's ultimately like held down by a grown adult like, man, like yeah, over like, the mouth. And they destroy her property. She's thrown around like she's a rag doll. And then... That all just, like, teases the fact that she's going to get kind of fridged at the end. And, like, yeah. I feel like she got, I sort of feel like she got fridged so that, and she kind of, like, presents as flirty or slutty. And I sort of feel like, she, yeah, she gets slightly fridged so that Seong Kyung and Suan can be sort of, like, this the... paradigm of virtue at the end of the movie, you know? Minor, well, mi- minorly. Tiny fridge. If we if she's our like flirty slut, right? And Sue Ann is our baby child and baby baby. Kyung is our mom, then yeah, you would cut the slut and you just have to And the obviously two. the old women have to go because they're not fuckable. They're them. old. <laughs> yeah, even though they're not really old, they're just wearing wigs. Uh, have you seen so Song Kwa? Um have you seen the actor Ma Dong Sioks? Um, IMDb picture. I'm looking at it right now. It's cracking me up. No, I haven't. It's just him. Oh, it's so cute. Step and repeat, giving a thumbs up. <laughs> he's just like so. Yeah, he's. I just want him to give he'd me be a thick, hug. Honestly, too, yeah, thick with two C's. Uh, well, at first it kind of seems like oh maybe he's like a chubby dad bod, and then you're like oh my god. <laughs> Hold the phone. Hold yeah. the phone. What are you, my mom? Too much. In the I don't... <laughs> hold the phone. I love saying hold the phone. He's in Eternals, which is I don't. I feel like I've heard that word before. Oh, it's like a Marvel thing, isn't it? Oh, lame. Uh, but but I think maybe I'll watch like it if he's in it. Nanjiani. I think it's like supposed to be the like a good movie. I don't know. They let brown people in move in Marvel movies now. Harry Styles wow. is in it. Kit Harrington's in it. Oh, well, it looks like the white people get top billing, but there are brown people Ugh, in it. Yeah. Disgusting. Um, Angelina Jolie. The fuck is this? Oh, and there's a Skarsgård in there. Which Skarsgård? Bill, Bill. A.K.A. It, the clown. I mean, it, the I just clown. watched It the other day. I was Remember, like, this I was isn't a good movie. I was telling a friend how I was like, I went to see It 
chapter two in theaters, not having seen the first one, and it was like three hours long. <laughs> I, I didn't how long when it was. I was like, "Hey, you want to go to the movies?" I didn't know I love that you had never movies. seen it. Yeah, I know, and know. I enjoyed it, but it was quite long. All right, there uh, was. Do we have anything else to offer to this incredible discourse that we've created here? We're doing such a good job. Um, (laughs) I mean, yeah, the old ladies are older ladies and their sisters. And they do get some character moments. um, But yeah, they ultimately both die. We don't get the R.I.P. We'll never know where she got that banging wig. Where's your wig from? Are you just pretending to be old because your sister's old? I'm confused. Is it, um, is it really like your mom and she, you were like a teenage pregnancy <laughs> faking it? Uh, Who knows? I South Korean trains look really clean. I want to ride one of them. Bro, imagine if we had, I think this is like a thing that somebody dreamed of, but like just a really nice train that went east coast to west coast and went fast there it it doesn't go fast but there is like a train i think there's like a luxury amtrak experience you can have and i've kind of been wanting to do that yeah i think it would be fun we could do we could be in like kansas city or something yeah kansas city's fun i like it there you see alicia Uh, hi alicia uh i don't know that i have more to say about this movie though i think hey are you i know nothing party Oh, I am going. When is it again? In May? It's Labor Day weekend. September. September. No crush. I'm going to try for sure. I definitely saw your email and thought about it. (laughs) You'll be flying out the next weekend for the next month for the wedding. Well, yeah, that's the. And then I want to stay. I mean, yeah, I want to stay a little longer than like just for your wedding, you you know, to see everybody. Your job, come out for the bachelor and move back to Boston, and just stay here for like a month. Yeah, you could probably pick up shifts at the Blam. I could totally pick up shifts at the Blam, even though I think I know no one who works there anymore. But anyway, yes. Um, well, we we'll talk about it. <laughs> Mike, I guess, like, I Ow, get out of here. Like we have to protect the anonymity of the people in our life because of so many listeners tuning in. So many listeners. Um, well, we but, know Beefcakes and, of Horror is listening because somehow hey, they beef. are listening every time. Why are you still we here? <laughs> love you. Have we said it before? I'm sure we are. Our uh, beefy baby. All right, so you can find us. Oh, should we fuck or find first? You'll fuck find and then we'll fuck. Find us at spooky succubus underscore cast on Instagram. You can find all our shits at our link tree. Um, and then if you want to rate and review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. I haven't checked if we have any new reviews. Should we look right Me now? Me neither. Um, but, you know, if that's too much for you or you don't want to because you don't like us that much, that's okay too, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to. I'm just saying you could. Uh, okay. I, I'm gonna say, uh... Literally, our last review is from a year ago, so... Love it. You can review us if you want. I'm just gonna make a new account and do it myself. Just kidding. Uh, so... I'm gonna say fuck Xianghua slash Ma Dong Siak in a nice way. Cause so Those hot, forearms, yeah. baby, they, they're working. Those, and yeah, you're they're remember, doing the most for sure. Uh, a lot of these actors. So I said up at the top that 
uh, Gong Yo, who plays Siak Wu, is in Squid Game, but um, also Young, uh, Choi Woo Seek, who plays Young Juke, is in Parasite, which is also wonderful, great, sad, oh. scary movie. He's the teenage son. Huh. Yeah. I, I was like, who is that? And now I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> and now you know. Um, Parasite's really good, but it also is like kind of like crushing another so depressing another crusher yeah god and another like uh criticism of capitalism and the class system uh bong joon ho makes nothing but good movies uh if you want another movie about trains he's got one so what snowpiercer snowpiercer (laughs) i actually do like that movie but i remember that that it's it's like too long like it's very long it is very long yeah but it's so good i love it and isn't people it, um, people eating cockroaches love and it ma, ma's in it octavia spencer isn't she i don't remember i don't Who really is remember in snow piercer okay i what's feel her like... name the the tall white lady what's her name uh her name is tilda swinton Tilda Swinton. Yeah, she's in it. T-Swint, if you will. <laughs> T-Swint. No, it's like pretty action-packed. The cast is Chris Evans. I don't really Let's get watch it. it. Do you get Chris Evans? I know people think he's hot, but... I uh, as I've said before, I don't watch Marvel movies like on principle, right? But yeah, uh, yeah I definitely find Chris Evans hot. And I tried to watch Captain America one time, and I was like, this is bad this like movie unwatchable sucks. for me personally. unwatchable it seems like um like a cw show it seems like a weird yeah like I superhero cw it, yeah. tv show i don't get it but then i watched snowpiercer and i was like he can act at stuff like why it's isn't he doing good. this all the yeah. time it's good and he does ed, a good job ed harris uh as ed harris mr TV, what Ed TV, or what is it called? Uh, yeah, it was Ed TV. Kong Ho Song, who is it? Also, is the, de- the father in Parasite? Yeah. Octavia Spencer. Uh, and uh, Billy Elliot, uh, right? He- or, um, and other people. I don't know. John Hurt. John Hurt's in it. I feel like there should be more people of color in this movie. It's a lot of white people. I yeah, probably agree. White people. I know I haven't seen it in so long. I gotta watch it again. I do like it, but uh, but the again, bad guy again, rich white guy, love it. Runtime is over two hours, so <laughs> I don't know. That's past <laughs> Abby's limit. Your past, limit is two hours. No, that's Adam's limit. Actually, my I I watch movies in shifts, so I can take a longer movie because I'll just walk away from it for two days and go back to it. You know what I watched uh, the other day? Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. And so I... So good. Forgot how much I love that movie. It's so good. It was like... Oh my god. I would just wanted to be Janine Garofalo. And then I still do want to be Janine Garofalo in the 90s. Like, who... She's, she's so, so fucking cool, cool dude. She's fucking cool. I love her. She and is I, cool. They always try to be like, oh, she's ugly and fat and like who what no yeah, she's i actually fucking... remember it, it being like a thing that janine garofalo was fat and then when you look at her you're like no no actually 
like in no way the oh truth about gosh. cats and dogs did you ever watch that movie i do i do remember that movie. they were like she's so fucking fat and ugly no one could ever love her she's got to be she's... uma thurman to get any man like what what the fuck wild yeah. oh my god i forgot uh alan coming to a sandy frank that movie is hilarious so good i forget right. what it, i watched it on but everyone go watch that you should watch that as a palate cleanser to this very sad movie depressing we need to wrap this up get it over i gotta get go to work i gotta Uh, eat my dinner and go to bed so please stay ugly and get fucked and we'll talk to you uh next what are we even doing next week do we know yeah we uh arachnophobia for next week oh time for daddy jeff daniels Um, as megan the stallion says i was gonna say (laughs) all right have a great week um, this probably won't be out on time. Who knows? <laughs> All right, bye. Bye.